When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. From justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And I'm Amanda Duberman. And the Betches Up Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit happening in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Happy Let's Monday, Brian. It. Let's do it. Happy Monday. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I like did a real hard, hard opt out this weekend on, on news. And this morning, there's so much happened. Yeah, totally. Um, I... I've been watching this this TV show. I've been watching The Umbrella Academy, and it is like all sort of circled around like the apocalypse and the end of times, like and like trying to prevent it, and then like it keeps happening, but like whatever. Yeah. And I'm like now for some reason it has like like integrated into my brain of, a, of like my real life. So now I'm yeah. like kind of like scared that the end of the time is coming. Other I feel than that. that, I'm doing. I okay. feel that way too. Have you watched um, Lovecraft Country? No. I watched, um, it airs on Sundays and I, I, I didn't watch it last night just because it, it, I was like, this is going to be in my dreams and I can't, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta get it. It's Sunday night. I gotta go to sleep. Yeah. This, this sort of thing happens to me all the time when I'm like binging something or I'm like reading a book series that I'm really into. I start to like mix reality with fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And then it makes it like, I feel like I find that like causes insomnia sometimes because I'm like half mm-hmm. asleep and then my brain wakes myself up. Like you've got to solve the mystery. Yeah. Like when I was like pounding through the Game of Thrones books, I like was like stressed out about something. And then I realized I was stressed out about something that was happening in the book and not in my real life. I was really? like, I need to like take a break. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I also find that I like, yeah, I need to read more things that are not apocalyptic so I can like cycle through a happy like a beginning a middle and end because we haven't had that in life for like so long yeah that's a good point yeah yeah so breaking headlines today so the first one today we don't know too much about this story yet but yesterday in kenosha wisconsin and police officer shot a man named jacob blake seven times in broad daylight jacob blake is black he is currently in serious condition and fighting for his life um i have not seen the video don't share the video if you see it um but it was in broad daylight, and from what I'm hearing, it's uh, it's pretty miraculous that this man is still alive, and he's expected to survive. As of we're recording at what at 11:15 um, on Monday, he had gone through surgery and was expected to survive. We don't know a lot of details yet, other than that police said that they were called to address uh, domestic disturbance. Um, we don't have any more information than that, other than it appears that Blake was sort of walking around the car and was about to enter the car, and that's when this happened. Mm-hmm. 
So Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers has said we don't have all the details yet. What we know for certain is that he is not the first black man or person to have been shot or injured mercilessly or mercilessly killed at the hands of individuals in law enforcement in our state or our country. Um, also on Friday, um, Trayford Pellerin, a 31-year-old black man, was fatally shot by a police officer. A police officer fatally shot him outside of a convenience store. So yeah. protests in Wisconsin last night where people were tear gassed um, for no reason. Just a miracle that he has survived and hopefully we'll find more out more information. And yeah, um, yeah it sounds like what went down, there was just, there's absolutely no reason for that to happen to anybody. There just really is no ever, like, even, like ever. Uh, there is ever no justification for lethal force. Like, I just, it is, you know, yep. keeps happening. And, like, when is this going to be, like, a serious conversation, you know, about around, like, with, in politics, around, like, defunding the police or, like, the role police officers play, play in our community? It's just, it's, like, how much more needs to happen? And it just, it's just so awful. And it's just like, you mind, it's, it reminds me of, you know, the gun debate, you know, where we keep, mass shootings just keep happening and we keep protesting them and everyone gets angry. But then yeah. it, it just kind of gets out of the collective conscious and the politicians don't feel that they no, no longer need to act on these things. It's just, yeah, something I saw, needs to happen. I saw a lot, you know, even this morning I saw some, you know, people on Twitter saying um, that had been in law enforcement saying that it was one of those that looked, um, I've heard the phrase used like awful, but lawful that um, it should not have happened and it's terrible, but it was justified. It's like, then I think we're at the point where we need to change what justified means. Mm -hmm. Like that's always what they say when this happens. It's like, well, you know, it was justified. It's like, this is, this is, we've now heard of dozens of black men who are literally being, shot most of them dead as they are walking away well his children and his fiance were in the car they were there and you know not that that makes like that's an excuse like i like i like 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 that like that they can't they, you know what i'm trying to say like it should, yes it should be another you would think it would be an added barrier for the officer an added that, thing yes. for him to mentally mm -hmm. or subconsciously overcome that maybe i shouldn't shoot this guy seven times like he's an animal but yeah, apparently you know, that's there's nothing that can stop them. It's like seven times, seven it, in in a in a row. It's not like you shot him uh -huh. once and he you still felt no. You just sprayed sprayed into this man's body. I'm sorry. It's it's. I mean, no, that's true. That's how it is. You know, I and you're talking about like not sharing the video, and it's there's just this like I see that a lot discussed on online about people not wanting to see the videos and I'm just curious because like I recently watched 13 13th mm -hmm. documentary like that and there's like there are different people talking about sharing and not sharing it and it's basically just what you are comfortable with or mm -hmm. like what you know but and then I was watching MSNBC this morning and they just showed it they and did I was a little yeah I was a little like wow. whoa I was yeah. a little like taken aback that they had just shown the video but yeah, it's one of those. I mean, I feel hypocritical. I'm not sure what part of our Q&A aired on Friday, but I remember saying that during, like, I really had sort of a, like, a, a reckoning with myself when George Floyd happened. Like, I, I need to stop looking away, even though it upsets me. And so I think it's important if, if, especially if you do this job, that 
we mm-hmm. bear witness to what's happening, but well, that doesn't mean you have to share it. That doesn't mean people, that's the thing. If people want to find videos of awful things, they can, they can do it, whether it's something they think they need to watch or they just like, like doing, I don't know. There's terrible things all over the internet. The point is that we don't subject each other to them all of the time. Yeah. So, yeah. There should absolutely be, uh, people should be more thoughtful about that. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, don't share it. Um, yeah. I see most of the people in my timeline say, don't do that. It's not, the yeah. tra- it's not. Some of us wake up and have to go outside in black bodies and we don't really need to start our day that way. Yeah. Um, what so are some other this headlines? Week, yeah, this week, Republicans will hold their national convention with events in multiple locations across the country coming off the successful Democratic convention last week. Um, tonight, Mike Pence can breathe a sigh of relief as dele- delegates renominate uh, him and Donald Trump. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina uh, and former ambassador to the UN, Nikki Haley, plus Mark and Patricia McCloskey. Um, That's the couple who came out with guns to fend off the Black Lives Matter protesters outside their misery home. They will be speaking. Um, That's tonight. (laughs) Tune in for that. Tune in in to watch those like crazy white people brandishing guns outside their home. And I think this um, week, I'm not sure what day it is, but Nicholas Sandman, the kid that like, that was like mocking the, just like staring condescendingly at the Native American man in DC. It's funny because those cup, those, both of those people, when these things were happening and they were in the news, they kept being like, no, no, it's not what it was about. I wasn't being condescending. Like we were just, it's like, but you affirm, you confirm that those were your intentions by accepting invitations to speak at the RNC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we, we kind of knew where your political spectrum, you, li- you lived on the political spectrum before, but like, thank you <laughs> right. for confirming it. Um, the RNC will also include an appearance by Daniel Cameron, the Kentucky attorney, attorney general responsible for prosecuting the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Um, he's on the lineup. He said over the weekend, there would not be an announcement this week on the Breonna Taylor case. Other than that, uh, speakers primarily come from Trump's own family uh, or have the last name Trump. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Trump will accept his nomination on Thursday from the newly designed Rose Garden, um, which I'm sure a lot. Oh my God, did you see it? (laughs) Oh God, how disappointing. It's also, it's like, you know, if you, Brian, if you were going to move out of your house in, what is it, five months? And you, you would probably have to clear some changes with the incoming tenants. <laughs> so I, mean, I just love how she just raised it down and like they're going to have to move out. And then poor, poor D- Doug Emhoff and Jill Biden can, can make this their project yeah. and figure out how to bring it back. Honestly, it like hurts my heart. Like this might sound hippy dippyish and weird. I really hurts my heart when like you, people take down trees when they don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally, like, of course. They're like they they are they 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 are living things. <laughs> like, like we are. We, there's this ho- we have a house in on Fire Island, you know, and there's this one tree that is like probably almost a hundred years old, but it's leaning and it's about to fall on someone's house, and it's about to take out some wires. And we're like trying to figure out how we like prop it up instead of <laughs> having to take it down. And the guy's like, I think you guys just have to take it oh, down. No. And we're like, okay, like that is tr- that's like I hate that shit. And it's just like. No, it's just like very disrespectful like and it was so beautiful those beautiful cherry i'm talking about the cherry trees that she ripped out of the garden yeah and i think there were like these crab apple ones that they had been planted so the rose garden i guess was jfk's idea 
Um, he wanted like a more like scenic, cool sort of place to make certain types of announcements. So those trees were selected by him or his administration and have been there since. Apparently, they have been relocated and can be planted back. Uh, relative, mm. Just add it to the list of things we have to return to their normal place after the... I think it's like a low priority to put the crab apple trees back, but it's just mm-hmm. like, it's quite <laughs> telling. Like, I really, she really doesn't care. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. The next four years of Joe Biden's presidency is basically just going to be rebuilding everything that they tore down. And now that includes the Rose Garden. I know when people uh, are like, I don't like Joe Biden's policies. It's like, well, we're all we're going to do is like get back to center. It's fine. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> Just, of policies, it, they like, I don't know if we're getting into this, but in the, the Republican Party's platform is nothing. They released I I read that, that, they, that. Yeah. They do not have the, all their only platform is getting Trump reelected. And they're basically, they are re they're taking their platform to, from 2016 and just reusing it again. I saw that, but I couldn't, I didn't have time to click on the headline. And I was like, certainly that is not, certainly there is more here. But no, I saw that too. They're like, no, 2020, come back in 2024 and we'll figure it mm-hmm. out. It's like, it's so shocking. We, you have no plan? Okay. Um, Their main platform is just like, also the RNC is what? It's supposed to be like 
what do we hear all the time? You got to give people something to vote for, not just against. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. if that applies to Trump voters because they're just voting against like everything good. But what is Trump's second act? Like, what is he going to do? What has he done? What is he going to prom? What is he going to vow to do next? Contain the pandemic. He's going to be like, I'm going to contain the pandemic. It's like, you were supposed to do that. I know. You're supposed to do that months ago. Like, yeah. literally, I don't know what their plans are. I don't know what they, like, even in going into 2016, I was like, oh, they're going to build a wall between Mexico. They're going to try and, re- they're going to try and repeal Obamacare. They're going to, like, halt on immigration. Like, we, like, as much as I disagreed with everything that they were going to do, I knew what they were going to do. And now I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Um, I know. Yeah. So I'm nervous than, to watch. Yeah, I know. Other speakers will also make their statements from the White House, which basically could violate the Hatch Act. I some, but some reports say Trump plans to speak every single night. That's hilarious. Um, like whatever, and I think it, they like I saw in this like NPR article, I believe it was that like they they know that they're probably going to be violating the Hatch Act, but they just like laugh, like they just like stop at it, like whatever. Well, it's like who's gonna who's gonna prosecute them? Bill Barr? Mm-hmm. No, right. I can't believe that they're having Daniel Cameron. Um, That's, what is he going to talk I about? At first I thought, um, because I said this out loud, somebody that follows us sent us like, sent us the speaker list about like a day before it was, it came out. Um, so I was like working on confirming that just because I couldn't believe they were going to have Daniel Cameron, but then it, it just came out that they were. And, and Mike was like, you know, maybe they're going to, maybe he's going to announce indictments. Maybe that's some get because he, I he's a Republican. Um, mm-hmm. I'm every I mean on, on, on the original list they had like spots like nine thirty Native American like it didn't say anything else <laughs> so they were probably like any any prominent black person they are they have absolutely invited I'm sure and I guess Daniel Cameron said yes but he also tweeted oh there's been some people think there might be an announcement in the case I think there was some chatter separate from the RNC that people thought maybe there would be an announcement. Uh, and the investigate I don't know, maybe because it's been almost 200 days since this woman was murdered by people paid with our tax dollars, and we don't know. Maybe that's why we thought that. But he tweeted that, nope, no, no announcement. We're still checking it out. So I don't know what he's going to say, but it's not going to be arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. I mean, here's the thing. We are coming off a weekend where multiple black men have been shot. Some have been killed. Um, and we are going to see the Republicans and the Trumps this week talking about, like, like pro police things and like attacking these violent pro quote unquote Invasion violent protesters, invasions of the suburbs and miss all of this thing. And I like, I'm like, and you know, part of me is like, go ahead because it's, it's clear that in terms of polling, even among Republicans and independents that they all think that there needs to be some changes on policing and they, a majority of Americans support the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, now they're going to go out and try and like shit on that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I, it's crazy. It's, yeah, um, I know if I it's had, just, if I, it's, it's shocking. Yeah. And it's I don't, shocking. I don't want to, I don't want to like bring politics into this at all, but I think that the future of what happens to Jacob Blake and what we what went down and given that Wisconsin is a pretty important state and I think that the, how these leaders handle that and how they handle residents' reactions to what's happening and residents' critiques of how they handle this, which I'm sure will come and will be warranted, that you know a lot of eyes are going to be on that state and especially voters there are going to be really motivated to either support 
their leaders if they're satisfied with their actions or demand demand leaders that actually maybe take seriously that that police officers are gunning down uh, men in front of their children in their state. Mm-hmm. So one Trump family member who will not be speaking at the RNC is Donald's sister, Marianne. Uh, so over the weekend, in secretly recorded audio, President Trump's sister says he has no principles and you can't trust him. We're going to play a clip. All he wants to do is appeal to his base. He has no principles. I'm none. None. And his base, I mean, my God, if you were a religious person, you want to help people. Change of stories, a lack of preparation, the lying, the holy sh- so this audio came from a series of recordings by Mary from Mary Trump, who wrote that tell-all mm-hmm. recently. And so I guess she recorded her aunt, um, who is Donald's brother, secretly uh, ver- during various conversations between 2018 and 2019. I mean, I heard this clip, and this came out. This clip came out. So Sammy got married yesterday. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yeah, congratulations, Sammy. And this um, this came out this the morning of her wedding, and I was like, this is Sammy's wedding gift because it's <laughs> odd. I mean, you guys just heard it. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's like, amazing. Obviously, this bitch should say this out loud in front of all of us. Tell us who her brother really is, but it's just so satisfying. It's to hear. amazing. It's amazing that um, that Mary Trump has had this and didn't release it around when she dropped her book, her huge book. Um, it's also, I mean, they say, say she has 15 hours. I've only heard this clip. I know. Same. What are they holding on to? What yeah, and why release this one now? I mean, apparently on those 15 hours is where she has uh, the admission that Donald had somebody take his SAT for him or something like that. So that's in there. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. The timing is interesting, the timing that it's before the convention. So apparently also, I, don't, I didn't hear recordings of this, but the Washington Post also said she said, all he wants to do is to appeal to his base. He has no principles, none, none. And his base, I mean, my God, if you were a religious person, you'd want to help these people, not do this. And that's in reference to the children being caged at the border. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of like, you know, for me, it, like, I already believed the majority, like what Mary Trump was writing, but I already would believing what she was writing, but, you know, it even further validates the points that she has been making um, to have... Trump's own sister, who's known him his entire life, who basically helped raise him, because, you know, yeah. saying this about him. If I was Joe Biden and on the Joe Biden team, I would be taking this audio and making a montage over it yep. and playing it in every single swing state in this country. Like, I mean, this is just political, you know, yeah. gold. And it's not like she's saying... It's like, I really want to hear the 15 hours more of this, but this is like, how much worse can it get? Your own sister saying that you're a terrible person and you have no principles and you can't be trusted. It's like, it's like, it wasn't even like, oh, well, what she said wasn't that bad. And then maybe we got worse tapes. Like, nope, just coming out of the gate. He has no principles Uh and you can't trust him. From a woman who apparently was able to, was able to collect some principles throughout her life, even though she had the same upbringing. You know, and it's like, I, you know, I talk shit about my family. Who doesn't? Yeah. But I never, like, really ever say anything this bad about them. I'll just be like, oh, she's being such a bitch. Like, I don't, like, I'm so what if I don't want to go to her children's third birthday party? Like, something, you know what I mean? Not, I mean, that would probably make me the asshole in that scenario, but. 
Right. Um, but you would but like, say, like, she has no principles. I don't exactly. want to go to her kids' B, B day. <laughs> yeah, she has no principles. You can't trust a thing they do. Like, uh, like you know, like, that's like, yeah. wow, you really, really don't go in. Um, the campaign so, kind of, like, hit back saying, like, or I saw one of his, you know, one of those, like, unnamed sources was, like, said, well, she didn't even go to Robert's funeral. It's like, well, she is 83, and it's a pandemic that her brother has failed to contain. So I'm not going to yeah. read, like, that much into that. Yeah. I'm sure Trump um, wouldn't have gone to the funeral if he wasn't uh, the president. Speaking of that, like, Trump is really not seeming to care that his brother just died. No. You he know, tweeted, like, like, twice about it. I know. And, like, with Joe Biden, it's, like, a, like, like the, the tragedies in his life is such a yeah. focal point of, like, who he is and who he's presenting himself as. And you'd think that maybe, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's so, super interesting. I do wonder if they're going to try to make some sort of pivot. But it's like mm-hmm. the the archival footage that would demonstrate what a tender relationship Trump has with his family probably doesn't even exist. Truth. Yeah. So, or they look they're creepy as fuck. It's like Ivanka sitting on his right. lap yeah, and like a weird of that. ass. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like ugh. Yeah. Um so Republicans including Mike Pence have suggested their convention will offer a brighter view of America than Democrats did last week. Um Trump's tweets suggest otherwise as he spent the weekend warning of crime-laden suburbs if women don't vote for him. <laughs> Uh, the overall theme is honoring the great American story. Republicans will focus on Trump's accomplishments over the last four years, particularly judge appointments. You know, he was talking, he was talking at some like fucking speeches or whatever. And he was like, um, look at happening in Portland. Mm-hmm. Look at what's happening in Chicago. All of these terrible things. That's Joe Biden's future. Like that's Joe Biden's America. And I'm like, bro, that's happening now. This I know. Is your it's so America. funny. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Ugh. It's hilarious. Like, yeah, there's no way that you can use the current scenario to explain why we should keep you. Mm-hmm. I mean, on top of, I mean, there, like I said, there's so much use. There are fires tearing through California that they can't fight because the prison labor they use, they don't have as much of it because people are sick or have fortunately been released. There are storms about to pummel Florida two in a row, one after the other. Which it's- is a once in a lifetime <laughs> event. Another once no. in a lifetime event. No. Like the, the Gulf of Mexico, I was reading about something like some meteorologists talking about. He's like, it is just truly remarkable that the Gulf of Mexico, something that is so small in comparison to the world's oceans, right now has two really seismic hurricane events happening that on this magnitude. It's just like, to, to use a word that has been beaten into the ground, unprecedented. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Oh, wow. So stay safe, everybody. And obviously, I know Iowans are also still reeling. I can't. It's really, this is not an amazing summer. This is a cruel summer. Yeah. Taylor Swift really, really told us about it. She did. Yeah, I think at least from the, the newsletter that's like, all right, let's get ready for fucked fall. That's yeah. just it. Fucked fall. <laughs> When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. 
And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. It also hasn't been a good start of the week for Republicans as Trump advisor Kellyanne Conway announced she would be stepping down from her position to focus on her family. Her husband, George Conway, who's a never-Trumper, who's been a big voice with the Lincoln Project, um, also said he would step out from professional duties. I mean, you can't really miss how their public family beef, but I think it's now at a place where it's like, it's not funny and it's sad and... Mm -hmm. Seems like something she should deal with, but also not be celebrated from dealing with. Like Conway says that he's also going to like take a break from Twitter. Um, this comes obviously as the couple's 15-year-old daughter. A reminder that 15 is not 18, and this girl is a minor. Um, so as you're sharing pictures of her and stuff, just be mindful of that. So she's like taken to social media to criticize both of her parents. She has. She has a very, I think, like. She's a smart kid, for sure, and mm-hmm. she describes she has very um, evolved political views that she feels strongly about, and she's able to articulate how her parents um, don't agree with her and defy those, but it's sort of been taken to another level recently where she is taken to social media to discuss family dynamics that sound really toxic and bad and dangerous for the family. Um, mm-hmm. Kellyanne Conway wrote in a statement, this is completely my choice and my voice and time. I will announce future plans for now. And for my beloved children, it will be less drama, more mama. And Claudia is one of four of the couple's children. Which, you know, is, is really sad. Um, and because, you know, I can't, ima- like, I can't imagine the, the dyna- dynamic between the two of them. Because it's just, it's just wild. Like, we've seen the op-eds that George so Conway weird. has written and, Cla- and like, Kellyanne Conway working there. And she's worked there since the beginning. And I think of, like, okay, so they have four young kids. Claudia was what one to 10, one, 10, 11, I mean, when she started, wow. when this administration That's started. That's crazy to think about, yeah. And so she's, the, these past four years, she's probably been living in a, you know, how it can't be a healthy environment for a child. Yeah. And she, I just was watching one of her TikToks where she talks about, she she finds out that they're both stepping down on Twitter. Like this wasn't a conversation, yeah. which is, seems very strange to me. Um, yeah, she seems to think it was like pretty performative of them to. Yeah, and I and then she talks about like you know like we said like claims of like physical and verbal abuse between by by both of her parents, and so it's just extremely sad. Um, yeah, extremely sad situation. No yeah, matter it shouldn't what. have come. Just I don't know. I'm not a parent, but it seems like there were a lot of times where Kellyanne could have quit this job and she's like one of the longest holdouts so i'm not really like gonna sing her praises for being like mom of the year for deciding now hell no and i'm seeing that sort of you know stick like oh good for her for stepping down it's like no it is 
it, yes, she's doing this. She, she's doing this for family, but she's also doing it to benefit herself. You know what I mean? Like she is manipulative. She is a liar. And just because she has made this decision doesn't negate that she has been, you know, complicit and helping an administration that has separated children and, you know, done all of these horrible, horrible things. She is a horrible person. No matter what she, no matter what happens, she is a terrible, terrible person. Was that a quote (laughs) from her daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, but it is a weird, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird end of an era. And it's also like, I mean, I am inclined to believe that at this point, I think that they did it for her family because they were like, shit, she can't keep like publicizing our, our family issues, which are like, do sound challenging for everybody Mm -hmm. in the family. But I was surprised that like, there's only 72 days. And now she's like, now I got to go. She's like jumping off the sinking ship. I know. That's the other thing. It's like now, like, yeah, you, you can read the tea leaves, Kellyanne. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we will be, uh, Elise will be live tweeting the RNC tonight. Tomorrow is going to be a really fun episode that you're going to do with Elise and our friend Chris Burns, uh, mm-hmm. who did uh, Fat Carrie Bradshaw, who you guys remember from Quarantine History. So that will be a really, really fun episode. I might just hop on the Zoom just to listen. <laughs> but um, yeah. Elise will be live tweeting at at Betches underscore SUP. And uh, we'll be doing that I, all week. I don't know how she's going to do it, but I have a hard time watching scary things before bed. But I'm going to do my best. Yeah, I'm going to see. I'm going to see how I feel. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to come in and out. I think. Yeah, totally. Like, look at my phone yeah. while I'm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.